This is Tackle Talk Live, an inside scoop on how, when, and where to catch bass with a primary focus on Toledo Bend and Sam Rayburn. Interviews with anglers who are consistent winners on the tournament trail. Your hosts, Camus Boats Pro Staffer Steve Graff and Gill Fishing Accounts Manager Kevin Jean. Two anglers who understand bass fishing with tournament success on all levels. Anglers willing to share their knowledge to help you become a better fisherman. So sit up and pay close attention as they give detailed tournament information and results. Here are the hosts of Tackle Talk Live, Steve Graff and Kevin Jean. You're watching Tackle Talk Live. I'm Dial Pro Staffer Steve Graff, along with Gill Fishing Accounts Manager Kevin Jean. Kevin, today, hey, we got another good show. We got one of the best guys that I know when it comes to fishing, especially Sam Rayburn. This guy knows a lot how to catch them, where to go, what to do, especially any time of the year. I know he's kind of known as a deep water guy, but I think we may be surprised a little bit today by how he caught him over there at Sam Rayburn with him and Jason Bond. Yeah, Steve, I mean, Derek Mundy's Jason Bonds, if, if they're anywhere close going into day two, you better catch them on day two because they, they're starting to get that reputation of they're, they're going to have a big bag on day two. And they did again, almost right at 27 pounds on day two to come back and win. Uh, I forget where they, they had right at 20 pounds. I think they were top 10 or so on uh, day one. Came yeah. back to win it on day two. So, you know, these guys are are, are very familiar with the winner's circle on, on Sam Rayburn. Uh, always somebody to look out for. So, you know, not shocked by this result. Um, guys called them. But, you know, Steve, one thing I'm really excited to talk to Derek about is what I've heard a lot of is, man, practice was off the charts over there yeah. at that event. Yeah. And really yeah. want to dive into, dive into that with Derek because, I mean, he's saying it's some of the best fishing he's seen on Sam Rayburn in a long time. So, Really, he's going to break down the Lake Forest, kind of what's going on. So excited to hear his side of the story there. And we're talking about practice, man. We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. <laughs> we're talking about uh, practice. And speaking of winners, uh, this past week, you and I had the privilege of having Kobe Miller on. Yep. And he goes over to Lake of the Pines, and he yep. absolutely smokes them over there and comes out with a big win. And Second uh, we'll, time we'll, on the lake. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just uh, absolutely did a wonderful job over there. And he caught them. I mean, and they had a really good – Tournament over yeah. there, at Lake of the Pines. But Kevin, one thing that got my attention, they had 95 guys show up for that event. They had 169 show up for Rayburn. I mean, I know the Brandon Belt was going on, yeah. and I'm sure that pulled some guys away. But is is that a sign of things to come from BFLs? Again, it's all about what you schedule on top of, isn't it? Yeah, it is, Steve. That's and, and unfortunately this year that BFL schedule is is tough because of the tournaments that is scheduled around and on. Um, I mean, to have it the same weekend as a Brandon Belt that's guaranteeing $50,000 on Sam Rayburn, where the majority of your fishermen, that's what they call home lake in our area. So it's tough to compete, you know, with that that weekend. So it's kind of, it's unfair to say that the BFL is falling off because I don't know of anybody else that could have even drawn 90 boats uh, on the same weekend on a different lake. So, I don't want to jump to conclusions and say BFL's falling out, but, man, it was just a bad weekend for them to have that tournament, no doubt. Well, the BFL's one of them deals. You, you either got to kind of commit to it because, I mean, you're trying to make the top 40 so you can go to regionals. I mean, that's that's what the deal is all about with the BFL's. And uh, But, anyway, we'll get to the final. We'll have the final results of the BFL at uh, Lake of the Pines 
But before we get to that, and then before we get to Derek Mundy, who we'll have on here in just a few minutes. And we got to jump into later, Steve, how dumb of MLF yeah. to not have live coverage on day one or day two anymore. And I know it's just, this is all a boy Duckett's thing on, you know, um, this, this is his whole new deal, and they're having to cut costs and this and that. But man, there was 11 a pounder called this morning, Cliff Crochet, and they have no live coverage of it, man. It's NFL's. NFL spiraling fast. The problem with it, Kevin, is that old saying, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. They, and well, Steve, and you're not visible. Right there too. We'll, we'll talk yeah. more about this after Derek. I, I want to really jump into this. So after Derek's interview, we're going to go on break. When we come back, we're going. I want to jump into this, but he's screwing the anglers there. Coming from somebody that's worked in the industry over 10 years now, yeah, yeah. those guys not getting TV coverage for two days. Well, it's not two days. It's one day, really, because Group A and Group B, but Still, man, that hurts. That hurts. Well, it's we all know everybody that's either been on this show or me and you together. It's all about exposure. These yeah. sponsors aren't for getting the exposure guys, they're paying for. I mean, that's what it's all about. So we're gonna take a quick, uh, real quick break, and uh, when we return, we'll have the partner with Jason Bond as Jason Bonds and Derek Mundy won this past weekend on Sam Rayburn. We'll have them. We'll have Derek when we come back with more Tackle Talk Live. We'll be right back. A good marine dealer is hard to find, but a great dealer is even harder. But in Iowa, Louisiana, there's a marine dealer that falls into the great category. Power Implements Marine, South Louisiana's go-to dealer for all things related to the boating industry. A Minn Kota, Garmin, and Mercury dealer, guaranteeing you first-rate service in both sales and repair. A great selection of new and used boats to choose from, including Skeeter, G3, Ranger, Camus, and Go Devil. A knowledgeable staff that will treat you like family and are always willing to go the extra mile to ensure you walk out a happy customer to see everything they have to offer go to powerimplements.com or stop by 606 east miller street in iowa louisiana plus mention tackle talk live and save 500 dollars off a new or pre-owned boat or 50 dollars off your first service ticket Toledo Health is a full-service primary and acute care clinic. Nurse practitioners Jarrett Rule and Melissa Vines bring quality health care that's needed and convenient to the area. Nothing is worse than being sick on your family or fishing getaway. Whether it's a stomach virus or a hook in the hand, Toledo Health Care will try and meet all your health care needs. Appointments available and walk-ins are always welcome. So the next time you're feeling down at Toledo Bend, stop by Toledo Health Care, located on Highway 6 just south of Toledo Town or call 318-508-5323. Very few stores are a complete one-stop shop, but Cypress Knee Outdoors is such a place. A store within a store, Cypress Knee is located inside 3J's 4-Way. Whether you need gas, food, drinks, or bait and tackle, they have it. Cypress Knee Outdoors carries top-name fishing brands like Strike King, Santone, Spro, and VM. Crappie jigs from Bobby Garland. Need hunting gear? They have it. Ammunition from rifle to shotgun shells. Deer scents from Buckwild and Doe and Heat. Deer stands from Titan and feeders from T Hanger. Cypress Knee has it all. Located off I-49, exit 127, just south of Natchitoches, Louisiana. So stop by Cypress Knee Outdoors and let John Abram and his staff show you everything everything they have to offer or give them a call at 318-238-HUNT.
You're watching Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to making you a better angler. Now back to the guys with all the inside scoop, Kevin Jean and Steve Graff. This is Tackle Talk Live. Thank you for tuning us in today. We really appreciate it. This segment presented by Toledo Health, 3J's 4-Way, home of Cypress Knee Outdoors and Power Implements Marine, located right there in Iowa, Louisiana. And Kevin, what happens if you mention Tackle Talk Live? Oh, you get $500 off the purchase of any new or used boat, or you get $50 off a, a service ticket. So, uh, guys, you need to take advantage of that. So, if you go by anywhere within driving distance of Lake Charles, Louisiana, go by Power Implements Marine. If you're not looking to buy a boat, you just need to get your, your motor service. Mention Tackle Talk Live, $50 off right there off your invoice. So make sure and make sure and let them know we sent you over there. And on the Tackle Talk Hotline, it's a privilege and honor to have on our program. We've had Derek on before, but Derek Monday, part of the team of uh, uh, Bonds and Monday and uh, Jason Bonds right there. I think Jason's out of Lufkin, if I remember right. And uh, just one of the better teams that you'll come across in this in this region. And uh, Derek's had a lot of success. And Derek, the first question I got for you is, has your pre-fishing changed or your practice changed over the last five years and, and what and how you do it? Uh, yeah, I get in a ways like um, I'm, I'm not going to throw on something where I think there's a potential of catching a big one because you, you typically catch the biggest fish there first and I, I don't want to do that the day before the tournament starts. Right, right. Yeah. So if I think there's a, any chance of that, I just, I just have to wait till the tournament day. Well, talking about practice, Derek, I, I've heard, and I want to get your take here on this. I, so I heard practice before the, the two days of practice that y'all get. Y'all got two days, right, for the belt? Two days yes, before? Sir. You get two days of practice before the belt. Man, I heard practice was unreal over there. I heard people catch it. I heard there was a lot of big fish caught. I heard there was a lot of fish caught. Like, it was nuts over there. Kind of tell talk, talk us through y'all's two days of practice and kind of what y'all felt like going into this thing. So our practice was pretty good. You never know how everybody else's is. Uh, but we, we've kind of wondered the whole time that theirs was as good as, as ours. But I think each day just kind of just highlighting areas, you know, in practice, mainly shallow. I had 23 pounds both days. And I know Bonds did the first day. And and I think he caught two eight-pounders the last day of practice. So it ain't no telling what he had the, the second day. But. It, it just like it always does when Saturday rolls around, though. It just it, you you got to go find them again. Yeah, yeah. Well, right now, you know, two weeks ago, Derek, we had that major cold front come through, and and boy, it really, I mean, it really dropped the water temperature uh, into the what low forties, upper thirties in some places. What what are you seeing right now on uh, Sam Rayburn? Uh, kind of the mouth of uh, Main Lake stuff, probably fifty. You get towards the back, you can. There was one day in practice uh, I got back in a, a major creek arm and it uh, it touched sixty, but oh, it, wow. but it was chocolate milk, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then you you st the start of the morning you're still about forty nine main lake and that's surface temperature so it's probably colder than that a few feet down you know. Right. Right. But for the most part you start kind of getting the mouths of those arms and stuff you're you're going to be 50, 51, 52. Mm. Yeah. Derek, let's start with day one. Day one, you guys had right at 20 pounds, a little over 20 pounds, pounds I believe, right? Yes, sir. We had 20 and, and uh, some change. And setting in top 10? All right. I think ninth. 
yeah, knife. I, I think when I look back, I seen y'all there. Because in my mind, I, I seen y'all there, and I'm like, them guys, they, they better watch out because y'all they can catch up big bag and come. And y'all have done it several, several times, kind of been down the pack a little bit, come back hard on day two. We'll talk about day two in a minute. Take us through day one, kind of how it started out, kind of everybody's feeling really good because practice was so well. Just kind of take us through the day day one and, uh, you know, did it all. I, I know you guys, especially you, um, you like to, to catch them early and catch them quick. Did it happen that way like like it has for you in the past or was it kind of an all-day deal? No, we uh, we actually started offshore just to try to try to catch a really, really, really big one. We figured that's probably all we could catch was just get a lucky big one. And then we uh, we decided real quick that we better go start checking some of them areas we got bit in practice because it was just dead. And uh, so we just started running. We went to the place where Bonds had caught them two eights, and I think we caught about three there, but they wasn't very big. And we just uh, – we probably didn't catch one that went in our bag probably until probably 1030. Like, oh, okay. we, just, we had to relocate them. They, each of our fish that we found, I feel like they, they moved, like, uh, you know, 100 yards, 150 yards or so. Like, uh, they're they're just moving a lot. and, and But we was able to find them about 1030 and just start – we just kind of started saturating them areas and we just started kind of getting our bag a little better. Now, Derek, you know, this time of year, we, we all know, of course, we all know muddy stained water tends to warm up quicker than that clear water. Well, this time of year, though, with the water temperatures being down, but by after by after lunch, when that sun's beaming, that those backwater pockets seem to, to start to kind of heat up a little bit and fish become more active. Did you catch a lot of your fish after, say, 12 o'clock, or were there, was there still a really good early bite for y'all and, and you caught them off and on all day? So I, I'd say from 1030 to probably two o'clock is when we did most of our damage on uh, day one. I wish we would have. And we're talking shallow, shallow, right, Derek? You're, you're talking, y'all went shallow. Yeah, we're, we're five to one foot of water. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but I wish we would have started shallow and just committed to it yeah. right out the gate. That's what hurts, like kind of being a local or whatever. You, you've got that history. And, it, and it's so hard not to start offshore when you caught so many big ones off offshore. But I, I think we could have probably caught a pretty similar bag the first day if we would have just committed shallow. But so, so is that what we did on day two? Did I mean, okay? So day one's over with. We're sitting in the parking lot in the boat. All right, talking about day two. All right, we're because I think they had what did what did uh, what did they what Taylor and them have on day one? Twenty five. They had 26 and some change. Yeah, 26 and some change, yes, on day one. So we're sitting in the boat. We know Darren and them's got 25 and so after day one. What's game plan going into day two now? Because we, we caught 20 pounds pretty quick. Let me ask this question before I go there. So in day day one, what was your big fish in that 20-pound bag? Probably a five-and-a-half-pounder. So so similar four or five-pounder, three to five-pounders, you know, all day. So after day one, you're sitting in the boat, you and Jason – Here's the game plan for tomorrow. Kind of walk us through what y'all thought and then walk us through day two, how it went down. Yeah, we uh we sat there and I was like, man, I don't, I don't know. What do you think about starting shallow? And, and he said, absolutely. He said, that's what I was going to, you know, uh, suggest. And I was like, heck, let's do it, you know. And and uh, we just slipped up there right uh, right before first cast. And, and it's actually like dead for like an hour. And we was like, man, we done messed up. And uh, we fished and fished and fished and finally we got a big one. 
and we they 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 bit uh, a lot slower like you had to be a lot more repetitive that second day in those areas like you just had to just have a you just had to just saturate those areas just cast after cast after cast just and, and uh man you might make 15 casts to a specific area before one of them big ones would load up on it Derek, do you think real quick sorry steve Derek, do you think that well, everybody's weights fell off on day two do you think everybody might have kind of rushed through their stuff and that might be what kind of gave you guys the leap on day two because weights fell, fell off of course it's a two-day tournament <clears throat> most weights are after everybody hits their their good stuff really hard on day one um but what do you think the key was for your weights to get as better i mean just fishing all day shallow y'all really gave it all the time or what made the difference for you guys on day two when everybody else fell off man i think patience i mean and just just really really have a confidence in our areas and just not uh we just pretty much wrote off the offshore stuff and said this is what we're going to do and uh and, and we're just real patient and we took time to to figure out where they went the next day because they they move a lot in january shallow fish move a lot and uh it's not like a pre-spawn where they're staging up and about to go spawn they're up there because they're they're feeding and stuff you know so they're they're sharking up and down these grass lines and stuff and you just kind of got to relocate them each day now, Derek, according to some of the Elite Series pros, they're saying that this is going to be the year of the big swim bait, that this will be the year that, even though a lot of them been throwing it for the last couple of years, they're now the cat's out of the bag and a lot more guys are starting to throw it. Has that become a part of your arsenal or you and Jason's over there? Did it play a role in y'all for this uh, this past win? No, I mean, I, I've tried that stuff and all, but uh, I don't know. it. Uh, I, I just... I like to power fish a lot more, and I, I don't know. It just I've just never been able to make that deal work, especially on Rayburn. I think it works really great on other places, but yeah, yeah. on Rayburn, are just, you, they're so educated. It's hard to just show them a big old piece of plastic and hope they eat it, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. If we're, if we're going to talk baits here, Derek, let's just get right to it. You might you might say, hey, guys, I don't I don't really want to jump into that too much. You might not, but I'm going to ask the question, what, what what were we throwing this past weekend? If we're up shallow, what are we throwing? Right, I pretty much threw the Zuma Shaker Z the whole time, and, and Bonds, he, he likes throwing a chatterbait a little bit more, and he, he kind of went through a, a few different colored jackhammers and, uh, and rigged around a little bit, and I just, man, when they eat a trap, like it's i gotta live and die by it you know well that's it. what i that's what i was going to ask you that is a trap style bait that you just named right a lot of people absolutely. won't know that yeah absolutely and, and that bait uh it just like for the, the water column between the grass and uh you know the surface that that bait is, is one you can slow down and it it actually rides about the same as a uh their five eight rides about the same as a bill lewis yeah. but i like it because it's a five eight trap you know yeah, yeah. And I could fish it a lot slower and, and kind of over, uh, just in that particular water column we was fishing. Now, is it a one-knocker style bait, or is it, you know, multiple rattles in it? So they have uh, they have four different ones. they got a silent, they've got a, a knocking one, they got a regular uh, rattling one, and then they got a three-quarter ounce and a half-ounce size. Oh, okay. And I, 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 I usually, man, I'll have all four of them tied on when I'm in an area, you know, just – especially the knocking one and the regular shaking one because they run in that mime because I, mm -hmm. I if i quit biting i can kind of rotate through there and just see if i can pick up one more with a different sound but i usually just uh start off with just the regular rattling one 
Derek got a couple weeks off here, I think. Nothing real big. I know there's a high school tournament on Raven this coming weekend. What 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 do you and Bonds have next? Probably triple T. Uh, and that that'll be busy from there for a little bit. We got the Toyota then the uh built on Conroe. Yeah. Good deal. Good deal. Steve, I think I covered all the bases I wanted to cover with him. Yeah, hey, well, Derek, we appreciate you, man. Thank you for coming on with us, and uh, we appreciate you sharing the information you, you were willing to give today. And and uh, good luck to you and Jason over so, at the next at the Triple T. And tell yes, Jason, sir. tell Jason, it's his turn last next time. Because Steve, I texted Derek last night. I was like, "Hey, man, you got the win, so you know what that means." Tackle Talk Live is on Tuesday, <laughs> and I said, "I said it's your turn because Bonds had to do the last one." So tell Bonds he's next. Yeah, that's right. He won the polygraph on on this one, so. Oh, there you go. Tackle talk on the next one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Derek. Thank you. Appreciate it, Derek. Appreciate you coming on with us, man. All right, Derek Mundy, part of the team Mundy and uh, and Bonds. And, uh, hey, Kevin, that's that's a pretty stout team right there. Those guys know what they're doing. And uh, uh, they've got a lot of experience, not just on Rayburn, but that's just a good, solid team, period. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're both hammers and and one individual things on – on Raven for a long, long time, both of them. When Again, if they're anywhere, if they're within 40 pounds on day one, if it's a two-day tournament, and they're yeah. with, you know, I say within 40 pounds, if, if they ha- if they have a chance where they can catch 40, you know, to get back into it, you don't count them out. I mean, they no. were no. seven pounds behind. Um, but looking at the weights, you know, the weights just really fell off on day two, and, and they came back stronger and right at 27 pounds, a little below 27. Um, but man, Steve, that's real interesting. That 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 might be one of the first. Uh, it's been a long time since we've done an interview where all the winning fish of, of this caliber were caught shallow. Every yeah. one of them were caught shallow. Nothing out deep. Nothing out of piles. Nothing scoping. I'm talking about we're straight old school trap and chatterbait. Yeah, and and you don't see that much anymore because and he alluded to it just a little bit. How educated the fish yeah. are on Rayburn. Uh, so many, I mean, everybody's throwing chatterbaits. Well, it's uh, a reaction traps. bite. It's a reaction yeah. bite. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, jerk baits. I mean, the, you name it. That's why I wanted to pick his brain a little bit on the giant swim baits because I know that some guys have, including myself, trying to figure out what to do, how to do it, when to yeah. do it. Uh, it's, it's just been a very productive bait. Now, all the research I saw on the uh, scene, but Again, what he said was very important because I hadn't thought of it. I hadn't been to Raven with it yet, but I thought he, he's probably right on the education part. Those fish have probably seen that already. Uh, Steve, it's, it's a fab. I mean, it's a fab, and it, it works. Don't get me wrong. They will, the big fish will, will eat it. Um, it's just like it's just like the soft plastic stuff. You know, I mean, we still catch them on an old six-inch lizard just as good. You know, it's, yeah. just, so, it's just how you fish in which, you know, if you're trying to do the live scope thing, the swim bait is the way to go, but – yeah, I mean, you know, like Derek and, and Bonds, that's that's just not them. They know too much on Raven. They know too many of the right spots. Uh, they're they're fishing like they fished the last 10, 15 years over there, and they've been very successful. So yeah, and and also when you think of Derek Mundy, I, I don't know about Jason Bonds so much, but I, when I think of Derek, I always think you know brush top, deep water, cranking. Yeah, offshore, exactly. And so for him to, it just goes to show the versatility. Now Bonds is the got. same way. Bonds yeah. is, is yeah. an offshore. Carolina rig, crankbait, jig. He throws a jig a lot, you know, because yeah, I, yeah. I used to have to send Bonds a lot of football jigs back in the day. Uh, so, I mean, they are – they. That first thing you think is, 
you know, hey, they caught probably caught 27 pounds first 15 minutes and was done for the rest of the day. So right, here right. that 100%, ten, all 10 of their fish was grass shallow trap chatterbait. That's really interesting and great to hear. I, I'm glad yeah. to hear the old school way still still working. And before we kind of, we had a little conversation before we went on the air and we talked about, he, he, we were talking about the water rising over there until Sam Rayburn has come up to almost three feet. He said there's actually hay grass in the water again. Well, that, that gets people excited when they hear that because now you're thinking swim jig, punching. I mean, that gets guys' uh, blood pressure going a little bit, but it's going to be short-lived, as as we alluded to, because they still we can know. We got rain coming, but again, the gates are open. They're they're still keeping it down or trying to keep it down. They're not going to let it fill back up right now, according to what I'm hearing. They're still working on the dam, and we'll be working on it for the majority of the spring. So, uh, yeah. But anyway, we're going to take a real quick break, and uh, when we return, we'll have a little bit about Toledo Bend. Kevin's got some results from over there. Uh, we've got, uh, let's see here, what else we got? Oh, we got the BFL results from Lake of the Pines. Brandon Bell will give you the total rundown on it. Upcoming tournaments, and again, the lake levels of where everything's at right now. You're watching Tech and Talk Live. We'll be right back. Pride Rods, custom-built fishing rods made to handle any and all techniques. Fishing rods designed for sensitivity and made to last in Montgomery, Texas. Built by Billy Kistler with the finest Gary Loomis North Fork composite blanks available. They offer a complete line of spinning and casting rods for both fresh and salt water. Pride Rods do more than pass the eye test. They excel in performance as well. Ask your local tackle dealer if they carry Pride Rods and pick one up to try it for your yourself take pride in your fishing by using pride rods to learn more go to priderods.com or call 832-418-6040 the lakes insurance agency is an independent insurance agency taking care of texans insurance needs for over 25 years offering auto homeowners boat rv life health and commercial insurance owner clark moore is a local fishing guide and tournament angler who understands your insurance needs and wants to be your go-to guy for all your insurance needs for a free quote give him a call and see why so many texans trust the lake insurance agency two locations to serve you in both nacogdoches and bravas texas or give him a call at 936-205-4467 the next time you're headed for toledo bend or sam rayburn stop by keith's toledo bend tackle they have an awesome supply of everything you'll need to catch the big ones whether your trip calls for bass fishing white perch tackle catfish bait or the ultimate fighting shiners keith's tackle has you covered Keith and former Elite Series pro Ben Matsubu also have the latest information on what, how, and where you need to be fishing on Sam Rayburn or the Ben. So for all your tackle needs, check out Keith's Toledo Bend Tackle located just off Highway 21 on the Texas side of Toledo Bend or call 409-625-0181. You're watching Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to making you a better angler. Now back to the guys with all the inside scoop, Kevin Jean and Steve Graff. Welcome back to Tackle Talk Live. I'm Ranger Diver Pro Staffer Steve Graff, along with Gil, Fishing Accounts Manager. The one and only, <laughs> Kevin Jean. I thought you was going to fill in, but I decided, well, I'll take the lead on it. All right. Real quick, this segment is presented by Pride Rides, Keys Toledo Bend Tackle, the Lakes Insurance of Nacogdoches, and Power Implements Marine, located in Iowa, Louisiana. And again, guys, all you got to do, you got to walk in the door, 
say, I've been watching Tackle Talk Live. When you say Tackle Talk Live, you get the option of either $5, $500 off a newer used boat or $50 off your first service ticket. So, uh, hey, go see those guys, especially you guys that need service work done. And we all know it's just a matter of time. When you live in Louisiana, East Texas, you're going to have some damage. And you're going to have some uh, repairs that need to be taking place. Power Implements Marine, located right there in Iowa, Louisiana, will take care of all your service needs. So, uh, all right, real quick, Kevin, I've got the BFL results from Lake of the Pines uh, before you get to the high school I've, results. To be in. I've got the, well, we need to go through the uh, um, Brandon Belt results as well. Yeah, we got that as well. Yeah. We'll have all, we got all that. Real quick, Kobe Miller, as we had on last week, our special guest, he won first place over there at Lake of the Pines in the BFL with 28.03 for a little over about $3,400 win for him. Uh, Taylor Reynolds was second. Uh, another guy, not uh, he's not immune to winning a tournament either. It's 27.07 for second place. Robert Paint, uh, Parks, uh, Parkinson, he had 25.12. Jeffrey Rice, uh, uh, I think that's old Glenn Freeman's partner. He was fourth with 2401. Uh, let's see. Fisher Davis was fifth with 18 pounds. Zach Fogel, who was a very active participant, matter of fact, I think on our uh, Facebook page. Uh, Zach finished sixth with 1510. Uh, Dylan Sorrells was seventh with 1405. Ron Festervan, a good friend of mine from up there. He's the mayor of, is it Vivian? He's the mayor of Vivian up there in North Louisiana, just north of Shreveport. Ron finished eighth with 1310. Uh, Arthur Johnson finished ninth with 1213. Uh, Corey Calvert was 10th with 11.13. And ran, uh, well, that was a top 10. And then ran 11th place was Brandon McDonald. He had 11.09 uh, for 11th place there. So congratulations to all the good, especially congratulations to Kobe. And uh, good job, job well done, Kobe. And then, so from the Brandon Belt this past weekend, of course, Mundy and Bonds had two-day total weight of 47.32 to win it. Second-place team, Weems and Taylor, um, they had 26.77 on day one, followed it up with 17.92 on day two for a total of 44.69 uh, to finish second. Burns and Burns was third with 44.09. Fourth was Martin and Callahan with 44.05. Fifth was Clark and Rambo, 43.83. Sixth, Mir and Matsubu was 43.20. Um, going on down, 10th place was Cole Moore, Richard Moore with 36.47. But, Steve, kind of looking through everything, like everybody's weights went down on day two yeah. outside of Monday and Bonds. Right. And Everybody's and, weights went down. And that, that is pretty much – and that's pretty much the norm in these two-day tournaments. But for Derek and them to jump up, uh, that, that is unusual to catch more on day two. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Shout out to those. Uh, great job, Brandon Belt, guys. I, I, I tried to watch a little bit of the live uh, way and everything. Everything looked great. Had 140 anglers. Uh, great turnout for, you know, for that caliber of a tournament, as expensive as it is and everything. BFL going on the same weekend. So right. So forth. I know, like, the MLF Invitational guys are off limits. So, you know, 140 boats, um, and they got they go to Conroe next, which is prime time, Lake Conroe, time to be on Lake Conroe. So, uh, man, great turnout, first first event for those guys. So excited for them. And, Kevin, I believe there was a tournament, a high school tournament, state championship or something on Fleet of Bend? There was, Steve, the, the TBF High School State Championship. And 
I've looked everywhere, and unless I have missed, I haven't looked on their website. I've looked on their Facebook page. I'll pull up their website here. I cannot find results. I apologize, guys. I text my, uh, well, a, a cousin of mine that, by marriage, but cousin and uh, her kids fished in, seeing if I can get some results. So give me a little bit. And I'll see if I can find those results. Right. I can't find them anywhere right now. Real quick, we'll move on. Got upcoming uh, tournaments. Here, here's what the calendar shows. Here's what I, I show. Kevin may have something to add. MLF Pro Tour, Toledo Bend this week, uh, January 30th through February the 4th. Soccer Spin, it's already underway. And uh, Kevin, I guess now is as good a time as any before we get to the rest of these. MLF, no oh. video, no cameras on day one and two. Man, I tell you what, I just really think that that's going to hurt them because there's a lot of people. I've had four or five texts this morning. Hey, how come I can't find MLF? And I had to inform them, hey, look, dude, they decided not to film day one or two this year uh, of any event. So uh, it's not just fully the band. It's every event this year. So let me get started on my soapbox here, Steve. I know yours is like four faces sonar. That's your deal. Well, this, this MLF deal is my soapbox. <laughs> yeah. it, it, yeah. it fires me up every time because, Steve, we're, we're just screwing the anglers over, man. I mean, you're taking yeah. coverage away from these guys. And sponsors. And and, and for their sponsors. Um Cliff, Cro Cliff Crochet has got an 11-pounder this morning. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Justin Cooper, first year on BPT. Right now, he is setting in fourth, having a heck of a tournament on his home pond. Um, so, let me say this. So, you know, this whole deal on cutting anglers and we're going to 50. Well, all of a sudden, we went to 65. Well, it was also these, these guys can get more coverage, right? That was straight out of Boyd Duckett's mouth. We're yeah. doing this so these guys can get more coverage, more exposure. And then yeah. we take live coverage away on day one and day two. Not only do we take live coverage away on day one, day two, day three and four is only the top 10 anglers out of group A and B. Yeah. Not yeah. top 20 anymore. So, so by not filming on day one and day two, then you're filming on day three, but it's only the top 10 of 40. Yes. Yeah, you're right. On you're day right. Th 34, it's 34 now. On yeah. day one, on, yeah. on, on, on group A. So only tw only 10 out of 34 are going to get any coverage at all on, of that group. So 20, so 20 guys out of 65, 65 ish, 20 guys will get live coverage. But, but we're, we're, we're doing all this so, so that we get more exposure. I mean, He's cutting it because of money issues. Or you're cutting it the wrong area. This is yeah. MLF is fixing to fall off hard. Uh, yes. I made a post about it this morning on Tackle Talk, and one of one of my buddies, Jared Williams, said, "Well, if I was an angler, I would be going live in my, my boat. Guess what? MLF rules say they can't. They can't do that. They can't yeah. do that. Why in the world right. could you not do that for your sponsor? Yeah. Um, man, they don't want somebody getting more than another guy. I guess I I don't know the rules. Steve, he's doing this." MLF yeah. is falling hard. And let me tell yeah. you something. And, and and I'm a little biased on this because because of Gil, I've been working with MPFL. We've got some things we're working with on them. And let me tell you something. MPFL's coming. And yes. they're coming hard. Yeah, they are. Um uh, we've there's, some, there's some top level guys have already jumped over there. Well, well, they're not really jumping, but uh, uh, they've got a lot of the Bassmaster Elites. So they schedule with the Bassmaster Elite series here. They they work they don't work with them, but they schedule around their circuit circuit so right, they can get right. some. There's five or six, maybe more. Those Bassmaster Elite series they're efficient MPFL this year. Yeah, exactly. But That's what I mean. Yeah, the things MPFL is doing with their live coverage. They have Luke Duncan and Fat Cat Newton. 
doing their live coverage. I mean, come on. I mean, you don't yeah, get much better yeah. than Pat Cat Newton, you know. Other than Tackle Talk Live, who else could you get better? I mean. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but NPFL is coming. Let me just say that. And, again, I'm a little biased because I'm working with those guys. Us at Gill, we're working with Luke and Pat Cat now. And the whole NPFL crew, we're doing a lot of things with them, and I'm excited yeah. to be working with those guys. But, man, MLF is just – it's falling right. hard. I was so mad. So I text Justin, good luck yesterday. And like, are you going to have a camera in the boat with you? Because I, I knew, but I forgot about the whole, I was just excited to watch Justin yeah. this morning. He goes, man, we ain't right. going to have a camera tomorrow. I'm like, right. no live. I'm like, this sucks. Hey, Kevin, I hate to do this. James, we need to take another quick break. I'm fixing to lose my whole, I'm fixing to run out of power here for some reason. Oh. So uh, we need to take a quick break where I can put, plug this thing in. Welcome back to Tech Talk Live. Sorry about that, folks. Had a little power outage uh, situation, had to rectify. But anyway, uh, continuing on here, Kevin and I are just talking about MLF and their lack of video coverage for days one and two. Kevin, anything else you want to add to that? I don't think. I think I'm done with my with my tangent there. <laughs> I just so aggravated how how we're doing yeah. these anglers that you know left uh, Bassmaster Elite Series and you know basically bet their whole career going to this MLF and and this is how we're treating them just just yeah i'm, I'm not not good. i'm not it rubs me the wrong way it rubs me the wrong well way. and what a lot of people don't understand they're like well what's the big deal well first of all sponsors is how these guys make their living yeah. that's how they that's how they pay their bills that's how they put shoes on their kids uh and with the lack of, when they're not getting the exposure Next year, those sponsors may come back and say, man, you know, we really didn't get the bang for our buck we were expecting, you know, like we've been getting. And so it, it's just going to be hard for these guys to recover from some of this. And uh, But anyway, moving right along. Uh, uh, again, Tackle Warehouse, uh, MLF will be at Rayburn. The Tackle Warehouse Tour will be at Rayburn, February 9th and 11th. Texas Team Trail will be at Rayburn, February 17th. You got the Toyota Series at Rayburn, February 21st and 23rd. Uh, Kevin Rayburn's fixed to get smoked oh, yeah. in mid-February. Yeah. Uh, Mid-February to the end of February, Rayburn gets smoked, and then March, Toyota yeah. didn't get smoked. Yep, exactly right. Uh, Toyota Series at Rayburn, February 21st, 20th to the 23rd. Elite Series is there at Toledo Bend, February 22nd through the 25th. You got the ABA Solo 150 is going to be at Lake of the Pines for their first time of the year, February 23rd and 24th. Skeeter Team Series number two is at Rayburn on the 24th of February. And the Brandon Belt will be at Lake Conroe. That's event number two for Brandon Belt, February 24th and 25th. That's all I've got. Yeah. Kevin I, has more to add. I, Steve, I've got the, well, this weekend, coming weekend on Sam Rayburn, the SC Tex High School. SETX High School Tournament is on Sam Rayburn this weekend. I don't know if you mentioned that or not. I have the Toledo Bend, Louisiana State High School Toledo uh, Team Tournament this past weekend on Toledo Bend. I do have the results, and you'll be glad I did with this one. First place, Ethan Thrash and Zachary McMillan, Ruston High School, had 16.02 oh, cool. pounds. Second place, Ty Smith, Titan Sepulveda from Converse High School, had 15.15. Third, place, third place, Hayden Davis, Maddox Duck from Quitman High School, had 15.06. Fourth place, Alex Virgilito and Taylor. Virgilito. Virgilito. Parkway High School. There you go. Yeah, I know them. Another dad. Uh, good fisherman. Their dad's really good angler. And then fifth place, Bailey Collier and Landon Baker from Captain Shreve had 14.02, I believe. Yeah, 14.02. So 
Uh, Parkway had a sixth place team. Captain Shreve had another eighth place team. So uh, th those those teams. But shout out to first place Ruston High School, sixteen oh six. Yeah, sixteen oh two. You know how many turned out for that event? I do not. I do not give you a total. I do not. Uh, okay. All right. Well, moving right along, uh, that kind of wraps up our tournaments uh, coverage as to who did what and how much they had. Uh, now, lake levels. And, boy, everybody knows we had some places got up to six inches of rain, including Natchitoches. Uh, Sydney Lake, the lake I live on, was down to four feet. It's up to pool level right now as we speak. Uh, in a matter of three days, it, it came up uh, to full pool. So, that being said, Rayburn. Normal pool is 164.4. It is at 160.18. Uh, it, was at, it was seven feet low. It has come up to 4.22 feet low now, so almost a three-foot increase at Sam Rayburn. Ten-day gain of 3.11 feet and 24-hour gain of 4.2 inches. So there you go. Toledo Bend, uh, 172 is pool level. 170.85 is the current pool, uh, current it's, level right it's now. It's still rising, Steve, and we got rain coming this weekend. We got another, yeah. especially up there in Toledo Bend area, they're supposed to get several more inches this weekend. Yeah, and the good part is it's north of Toledo Bend, which is what you want with the Sabine River and all that runoff up there. That's what jumps Toledo Bend up. But there's a difference of uh, 1.15 feet low right now at Toledo Bend, 10-day gain of 2.48 feet. Uh, it has come up in 10 days and 24-hour gain of 1.2 inches, as you just alluded to. It is on the rise. And, and Kevin, with the MLF guys there and all that runoff coming in, uh, of course, it does muddy the water up in that shallow water. But Some places. I think, as, as we just heard, as Derek talked about, man, if he got, if you're in the mid-50s temperature at Toledo Bend or low 60s, Dude, spinnerbait trap bite could absolutely just be on. Yeah, I don't. I mean, you got to be in the right pocket with the. I mean, for it to be that high over there right now. Right. And like right. he says, it's going to be dirty, dirty. Um, but there, there's the high seventy four today. I mean, yeah. the water's just going to go up. Yeah, and there's some there's some pockets, especially the south end of Toledo Bend, that um, and even a couple up north that I've heard on Toledo Bend that they're they're not. It's not too bad. I mean, that, that grass is going to filter it out where there is grass. Yeah, um, right. Looking at right here. So right now, Toledo Bend, the current score tracker, because there is no live, um, Spencer Sheffield has 14 fish for 38 pounds. Um, Jacob Wheeler has 10 for 36. You know, fourth place, Justin Cooper right now has nine for 28.11. See, there's a lot of big fish being caught. Um, I'm not going to say there's a whole lot of fish being caught, but yeah. they're the right size is being caught right now. There's a lot of big uh crochet has an eleven. Um uh Jacob Wheeler has an eight, a whole bunch of sevens. Um so there there's some good fish being caught. Yeah. So well and not surprised Toledo Bend they they probably had pretty good timing on Toledo Bend. They, another week or two with warm days. Steve, the, it could really I be think on. the Elite Series is going to hit the nail on the head with theirs. They're the no, last I think, weekend I think in you're February. Right. Uh, yeah, unless we get a cold front that comes through right before that week, then boy, yeah. this you know I like the best five format, and uh, man, that could get interesting. Right. Yeah, and those of you who don't know, MLF went back to every fish counts this year instead of instead of best five. So uh, uh, another change uh, that MLF has gone through. So 
again, just <laughs> stay tuned. It seems it seems to change pretty often with MLF and what they want to do. I don't yeah. know. Hopefully they're hopefully they're locked going the wrong in for direction, a while. Steve is going the wrong direction. Yeah, yeah. Hey, real quick uh, before we uh, let you go, we we I've got a product of the week. This is something I've been using. Um, it, it's a hook, and it's made by Gamagatsu. It's a hook that my hookup ratio has really gone up, especially my Senkos, uh, my chopsticks that I throw a lot, uh, and, and, and a fluke. But it's called a skip gap hook. And I'm gonna try to show this to you. It, it's got a, it's got a special bend, uh, like a an, an extra bend in it, and it really holds the bait on really, really well. I've been impressed with these. My hookup ratio. And one of the key features of this hook is your hook's not in line with the eye. A lot of hooks, the hook uh, is lower and down. This one here has got a bigger bite to it, and I think that's why the hookup ratio is so much better with this particular hook. But again, it's called the Gamagatsu Skip Gap Hook, and I'm telling you right now, uh, I absolutely love them. And I started using these a couple of years ago, and I was, I've really been impressed with them. And uh, so if you're looking for a hook, a different something new that you hadn't thrown before, I want to keep your worm uh, hooked up, uh, you know, up straight on the, on the hook like it's supposed to be, check out the Skip Gap Hooks by Gamagatsu. I think you'll like them. All right, Kevin, that's all I got. That's all I got for today. All right. Well, we want to thank you for tuning us in. We appreciate each and every one of you. Continue to share. Let people know about us, and uh, we oh another thing we we can't say thank you enough for all the comments we get uh, on the shows that we're posting. Give us that feedback. We want that feedback. Maybe some things you want to hear. Uh, feel free to give us some uh, feedback on that as well as to maybe uh, topics you want us to talk about. So uh, so check us out. Check us out on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, and if you would like to become a member of our sponsorship team, please message us on Facebook. Uh, Kevin will make sure he gets a packet out to you or give you a call. Either way, we'll make sure we get the information to you so you can become a proud sponsor of Tackle Talk Live. We appreciate each and every one of you. That's it for this week. Till next Tuesday, same time, same station, you're watching Tackle Talk Live. We'll see you next week.